episode of the Brewery Adventures podcast. My name is David McKinney, and this podcast is an extension of the Brewery Adventures series, which I started a couple of years ago. Um, I live in Ohio, and I've visited tons of breweries all around the state and uh, all around the country. wanted to really chronicle my experience at each one of those, so started out um, with pot, or with a blog series on my website, mmamckinney.com. Uh, then became an Instagram account, uh, Brewery Adventures underscore on Instagram, and now is a podcast. So each week uh, or thereabouts, we will have a short kind of bite-sized episode talking about either one specific brewery or breweries in a specific location. For example, um, I visited a handful of breweries in Louisville, or I visited a handful of breweries in Miami in the past. So um That is going to be what the podcast is about. Uh, Each week, uh, I'll talk about a brewery that I've been to, give you a little bit of background history about the brewery, and give you kind of just an insight into what to expect if you yourself are planning to visit the brewery. This is really kind of meant to be a travel uh, and leisure type podcast. Um, We will obviously get into the beer and uh, all the other fun things surrounding each and every brewery, but uh, mostly will be about podcasting, or mostly will be about visiting the brewery, what the experience is like, and uh, what you can expect if you visit any of these breweries. Uh, Thank you for joining, and uh, enjoy the show. This first episode, I had to pick a brewery that's near and dear to my heart in the city of Cincinnati, and uh, it is the largest brewery in Cincinnati and one of the most recognizable breweries in Cincinnati, and that is Rheingeist Brewery. If you've ever been to Rheingeist Brewery or if you've ever been to Cincinnati, uh, chances are, and visited breweries, chances are you have been uh, to Rheingeist. It's typically one of the most uh, recommended breweries in the city um, for a myriad of reasons, and we'll talk about a lot of those as we uh, get along on in the episode. Um, but uh, I wanted to give you a little bit of history about Rheingeist and how the brewery is founded. If you check out their website, they have an awesome history and kind of a little bit about how the pod or how about how the brewery was formed. And uh, it was formed uh, originally started uh, the idea kind of started back in 2005. Bob Bonder, uh, who is a coffee fanatic, um, decided to open up a chain of roasteries. Uh, and that eventually brought him to Cincinnati. Um, he opened up his uh, coffee roastery in Cincinnati um, around 2008 or 2009. And a uh, person that he knew back from the West Coast, Bryant Golding, uh, who, had, who he had worked with, um, was really big into home brewing and, and big into the brewery scene. Uh, Bryant was a West Coast guy uh, through and through. Uh, worked for Anderson Valley Brewing and also in uh, sales for on the West Coast for Dogfish Head, uh, which is one of the the more um, recognized breweries not only uh, in the country but in the world. Uh, they they've done some awesome things. Um, and when Bob eventually moved to Cincinnati, he contacted Bryant and said that Cincinnati was ripe for a brewery. Um, the city. Uh, had a great brewing history. Um, if you read any about anything about the history of brewing in Cincinnati, you will see that uh, you know there's a rich, very rich history of brewing in the city. You know Christian Morline, 
um, is, is obviously the most recognizable name, Huda Pole, uh, breweries like that, um, that have been around since the mid to, to late 1800s. And uh, Bob uh, Bonder said, decided he wanted to start a brewery. Uh, Bryant eventually, uh, Bryant Golding eventually came to Cincinnati, visited, and kind of fell in love with the city as a whole. Um, specifically fell in love with OTR and that's decide that's where they decided that they wanted to be their brewery to be uh, because at the time when they were starting um, if you know a little bit of the history of OTR it was a pretty rough place um, you know there were riots in the city uh, around uh, in the early 2000s um, and and kind of around 2010 uh, the new decade there was a, a nice resurgence um, a lot of uh, rejuvenation of old buildings things like that and really the, uh, the, the key cog in the city's history was, uh, and, and turnaround was OTR, and specifically kind of that north part of OTR, north of Liberty Street, if you're familiar with, uh, with Cincinnati. But uh, they, they decided, you know, OTR was going to be the space of their, their location of their brewery, and the name Rheingeist actually comes from the Rhine, the river, uh, they they always called kind of Liberty Street the Rhine and Rheingeist means the ghost of the Rhine, uh, which is kind of a, a an homage to the German heritage and history in the Cincinnati uh, breweries. Um, so they two guys knew they wanted to, to uh, start a brewery, uh, but the kind of the, the key thing that you need in a brewery is a brewer, uh, and that led to kind of a chance meeting with Bob and brewer Jim Matt, who uh, had started out his career as a chemist at Eli Lilly, worked there for 20 years, and then also uh, worked at Sun King Brewery in Indiana uh, in, their, uh, in their lab, um, and uh, eventually made his way to Cincinnati uh, to open up the Christian Moorline Brew House in downtown Cincinnati. Uh, but Christian Moorline is a brewery that's kind of known for lagers, known for lighter, easy drinking beers, and... Uh, Jim Matt wanted to brew the hop forward styles that he uh, had always fell in love with and, and kind of the thing that first got him into brewing and home brewing and that were popular on the West Coast. And of course, with Ryan Geis having two West Coast guys, uh, Bob and Bryant, they wanted really hop forward beers. Uh, so it, it kind of was a match made in heaven. Um, and, and I think that the selling point really was uh, the first two home brews uh, of Jim Matt that Bryant and Bob tried were uh, Uncle, which is an English mild, and Truth, which if you have ever had any beer from tr from Rheingeist, chances are that Truth is is one of the beers that uh, that you've had. This beer uh, kind of is symbolizes West Coast style IPAs. Um, it's a classic hop forward beer, um, and that was really the key in in kind of the early going of, uh, of Rheingeist and it's it's kind of interesting that you know now seven years later uh, they still brew both of these beers um, you know a lot of breweries within the first year they you know completely change all the recipes but Rheingeist has has stuck with it and have really made their name on on two of these beers um, specifically being uh, Truth um, Uncle is, is still around but uh, not as common as, as you can see Truth pretty much anywhere in Cincinnati anywhere in Ohio uh, and pretty much anywhere that Ryan guys distributes. Um, so they have the brewer, uh, have the, the owners, have the investors, and eventually found 
what turned out to be their location uh, in OTR on Elm Street, a 250,000 square foot building uh, that was actually a former Christian Moorline packaging hall. Uh, and, you know, through, um, you know, not to gloss over the, uh, the, the building of the brewery, but uh, finally opened in June 13th of 2013. Uh, and this was, you know, part of a, a huge surge in breweries right around the same time. We had a ton of breweries opening up in Cincinnati around that time, and um, most of them are still uh, still around. So uh, that's kind of the history and, and how Ryan Geist got started. Uh, they've you know they're now seven years into their history, uh, continue to grow uh, the tap room. So if you want to visit the tap room, uh, it is an OTR as we mentioned in Cincinnati. Uh, it is a large industrial warehouse style tap room. Uh, definitely uh, uh, kind of a throwback um, and, and really what you would expect from a craft brewery tap room. Uh, there are multiple flights of stairs to get up to, uh, to the actual tap room uh, from their front entrance. And one of the things that I always love on the stairs is there are brewery stickers from all over, uh, not only in the country, but all over the world. And uh, it's kind of fun sometimes if there aren't a bunch of people on the steps to uh, to check out some of those breweries and see who uh, who has been there, um, which breweries have been there, or which breweries people have visited, et cetera. It's, it's a really cool thing um, and, and a nice touch to the brewery that uh, that I think is kind of an organic thing that's, that's fun to check out as well. Um, also, they have a rooftop patio, probably one of the best rooftop patios in all of Cincinnati. Um, that opened a few years after uh, the original tap room opened. And uh, it's it's really kind of a different atmosphere and a different vibe from from the large open space of uh, of the industrial tap room. Um, it's a little bit more laid back. They definitely have uh, some more casual seating up there. Um, a little bit of greenery, which obviously isn't going to grow in a tap room without windows. Um, but uh, and that that's always really popular. And it's also uh, twenty one and up only on the rooftop patio. So. Rangeist is a very family-friendly brewery, um, so if you want a little bit more of an adult atmosphere, definitely check out their rooftop patio. They also have a bunch of uh, multiple event spaces where uh, it's very popular for weddings. I know typically they're booked out years in advance uh, on the weddings, so uh, that's a very popular uh, part of the brewery and, and kind of one of the unique uh, settings. They have such a big space that um, kind of allows them to um, have something a little bit different a little bit unique um, and I know that it's it's definitely for the people who have their brewery or have their weddings at this brewery it's it's definitely a unique experience um, they also um, have in the past had uh, different uh, food partners um, currently as of 2020 uh, their partner is OTR Chili so it's a perfect match kind of made in heaven um, Cincinnati Chili I think they uh, also have hamburgers there as well, but uh, if you like Cincinnati chili, it uh, definitely goes well with the Truth IPA. Um, you can get that delivered right to the tap room from uh, from OTR Chili. Um, some of the unique aspects uh, that uh, that I've always thought was cool um, about Ryan Geist Brewery is uh, they do self distribution at least in Ohio, um, Cincinnati, Dayton, and Columbus. I know they definitely do self distribution. Um, I think that was a big part of their early growth, uh, especially, you know, 
when Ohio kind of moved slightly away from the, the three-tier system um, of requiring a distributor if you are distributing your own beer. Um, they have unique, um, bold packaging and branding. Um, they're, I love that they have a, you know, a style and a brand that they have um, brought across basically, you know, and kept, kept consistent for, for the first seven years um, of their style. You know a Rheingeist beer on the shelf when you see one, um, and you can kind of see it from a mile away. It's got their their ghost uh, logo in the center, you know, big, bright, bold colors. Uh, one of my favorite things is it has the style of the beer that's always very obvious and, and up front, and then the name of the beer, so you know exactly what you're getting, and you don't have to hunt on the label to figure out what kind of beer you're, you're buying. Uh, branding, their branding is is kind of second to none. I'm a personal, personally a huge fan of just simple uh, branding, and they have super simple, just easy, um, great branding. You will see uh, in Cincinnati and beyond people wearing their t-shirts or hats or um, pretty much anything um, that they can put their logo on. They have at this point. Um, so of course, Rheingeist known for um, you know, hoppy beers. They haven't really gotten, you know, a ton into the haze craze, uh, you know, the, the New England style East Coast uh, IPAs, but uh, they've really, you know, stuck to doing the IPAs and hoppy pale ales. And a lot of people give them, you know, give them crap and give them flack for that. But, uh, you know, I think that it's, it's kind of great that they have that, you know, that backbone and that, you know, you know what to expect from a Rheingeist beer. You know that they're always going to have great IPAs. They're always going to really have, you know, good hoppy beers, which is a lot of what was, you know, what the craft beer uh, revolution has been built on. Um, I know people talk about palate fatigue and things like that, but uh, really, truly, um, you know, Rheingeist has an identity. And I think first and foremost, when you have to talk about IPAs and, and, and hoppy beers and, and pale ales, when you think about Rheingeist, but uh, also, over the years, you know, they've, they've developed a very robust barrel aging program, um, and they have done some things to set, a, you know, set their barrel aging program apart, you know, offering the beers in larger format bottles. I know they have some 500 milliliter bottles and some 22 ounce bottles um, that sets that apart. Um, they also have a fantastic sour series called uh, Outer Reaches. Um, if you can pick up some of these beers, uh, they are a little bit more limited, um, a little bit more specialty, uh, specialized beers. And uh, definitely, um, again, you know, really just, just quality beers that, uh, that you can pick up. Um, and probably, you know, if you don't know Rheingeist for IPAs and pale ales, the thing you probably do, the, do know them for is their fruited ales, uh, specifically, uh, you know, the fruited ales and ciders. Um, they have a you know handful of you know kind of on the same uh, series uh, bubbles, which is technically a rosé ale is probably uh, you know their first or, or second uh, best selling beer uh, behind Truth. Uh, they have Wowie, which is uh, an ale with pineapple and passion fruit, and Swizzle, um, which is a lemongrass and ginger cider. Um, they also have a couple of other ciders that they have year-round, but, uh, you know, a very, very robust cider program and fruited ales as well. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, they also introduced a year-round lager, um, kind of a light lager, um, to kind of help with some of that palate fatigue, a beer called Cheetah, um, that has uh, some awesome branding, and it's, it's like a gold and white can 
Um, but another option for people who aren't necessarily you know crazy hopheads but still want to have a beer that they can enjoy uh, when either visiting Rheingeist or um, picking up some of their beer in, in the store. Um, another um, awesome thing from Rheingeist is they have a program called Charitable Suds. Uh, it is a, you know, they do on-site and off-site events uh, supporting nonprofits, um, which is very cool. You know, just about every craft brewery that I've ever been to has had a, a huge, uh, you know, part of, of the community and community is always very important to craft breweries and they have a, a very awesome program called Charitable Suds um, where they support nonprofits. Uh, definitely want to talk about that and uh, you know make sure that that gets a shout out. Uh, awards, they have um, a bunch of awards. Uh, specifically, uh, they their brewery as a whole um, in 2013 when, it, when they were a new brewery, uh, they were named as the Rate Beer Ohio's best new brewery. Uh, they also hit in that same year were named as the number seven best brewer in the world by Rate Beer. Um, and then in 2019, uh, Brewbound named them the craft brewery of the year. So um, definitely not only local um, recognition, but national recognition for Rheingeist as well. Um, and I talked about, uh, you know, some of their barrel aging program, uh, their double oak Mastodon won gold at the 2018 U.S. Open Beer Cup. Uh, their Perpetual Passion won 2018 gold at FOBAB, which is the Festival of Barrel-Aged Beers in Chicago. And they also won for a Pilsner, Puma. They won 2016 won gold at the U.S. Open. Um, so definitely is a brewery, uh, you know, producing top-notch, high-quality beers uh, day in and day out. Um Last thing I want to talk about uh, before we get to the must-try beer is Rheingeist is, the, as of 2020, the 26th largest craft brewery in the U.S., uh, according to the Brewers Association. Um, that's kind of crazy to see uh, their growth uh, and how fast they've gotten into that top 30. Um, this is their second year on, second or third year, I believe, on the list of, of the top 50 craft breweries in the U.S., and uh, they only continue to grow. Um, in 2019, they also opened up a production facility and innovation brewery in Spring Grove. Unfortunately, there's no tap room there, um, so it's not a place that you can really visit as a consumer or, uh, or check out. Um, but uh, maybe in the future, we'll see. Um, it, it's a very cool place, a, a really cool building with the awesome Rheingeist branding on the outside of the building. Um, but uh, that's helping them, you know, really continue to expand and, and, you know, create, you know, not only their existing beers, but also, you know, some cool new new things, too. Uh, the last part of every episode is going to be a must-try beer from the brewery. And I've always said that my favorite beer, uh, of course, it's got to be an IPA from Rheingeist. Uh, the one that I pick is Sabretooth Tiger. And uh, the reason why I picked this beer um, is not only does it have an awesome... Uh, awesome can, awesome branding, but uh, it's a delicious double IPA. Comes in at 8.5% ABV, 95 IBUs, Amarillo, Simcoe, and Citra hops, and uh, it is one that is definitely pretty special. So uh, go ahead, check that out. Let me know if you've been to Rheingeist. Uh, 
there if there are a couple of breweries very near them. Uh, there's actually a Sam Adams tap room right down the street from them. Uh, Northern Row Brewery just recently opened in 2020, right around the corner from them. Dunlap Cafe uh, is the home of Off Track Brewing, right in the same vicinity. And Taft's right down the street in OTR if you want to go and check them out. But uh, today's brewery, Rangeist Brewery, uh, definitely looking forward to, uh, to having more of these episodes going forward. That's it. It's going to be a 20-minute little bite-sized episode uh, for people that are looking to check out a brewery. So thanks. Follow me at MMA McKinney. Follow Brewery Adventures underscore on Instagram and check out MMAMcKinney.com for more episodes of Brewery Adventures. Uh, check out all of my articles about beer and MMA and all the fun stuff. And also check out my other podcast, Beers and Beards, which I do with uh, Gary Thomas. We talk about beer and bourbon and uh, have lots of fun over there.